Hey, it's Thursday, February the 15th. So glad that you're here. Here's what we're working on uh, this morning for you. A Brantford woman who faked her pregnancies to lure doulas has been sentenced. The Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration becomes the latest backdrop for a mass shooting. And a new poll shows nearly one-third of U.S. Republicans believe Taylor Swift is part of a covert government effort. Well, that doesn't intrigue your interest. I don't know what will. Maybe a little bit of snowfall, Brian. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, that got my interest. And so did the forecast yeah. for today. Yeah, we have some snow in our forecast. What? Winter? What is that? Have you Come guys on. picked up the shovel this winter at all? Yes. Um, a, a couple of times really, like, uh, quite a while ago, but just yeah. for just a yeah. little bit. Just to kind of like move things around a little bit. That's right. Like just to get shovel. it off your, off your shoes. That's really, that's really <laughs> the only reason you had the shovels out. But we could get uh, a bit today. Okay. We're looking generally um, the Niagara area, Hamilton, maybe five centimeters. That's just a couple of inches. Did I say inches? Oh dear. Um, and then, but maybe more for Halton, pardon me, Peel into Toronto, could be 10 centimeters. Traveling to the north to the Bruce Peninsula, possibly 15 centimeters. So a little bit more snow there. And it looks like the time frame for this is going to be later in the morning in through the afternoon. And the snow could be heavy at times, could come down fairly heavily, and the winds are going to pick up as well. So you get the snow, you get the blowing snow, and actually winds tonight are going to be to around 70 kilometers an hour. But we'll hit the plus side for the day today, but just plus one will be the high for the day today with that snow settling in. So be prepared for that later on. Nothing this morning, nothing going on in traffic. Looks good here at the 403 and Waterdown Road. So not a lot to see right there. And generally not a lot to see on our MTO traffic cameras either. Here's Nikola Tesla Boulevard toward the Skyway Bridge in the distance. Nothing there. Top of the Skyway. So you're looking at Toronto bound lanes heading away from us now down toward North Shore and nothing here east of 4th. It's all doing fine so far, but it's going to be a different story later this afternoon with that snow coming down. So we'll talk about weather and traffic coming up right now. The news. Well, this morning we start in Kansas City because three people have now been arrested after a deadly mass shooting and the Super Bowl celebration in KC. One of those accused was tackled by a bystander and held for police. You see it coming up right here. Now, a woman was killed in this shooting. She was a radio host who was walking near the end of the parade. Another 21 people were wounded and at least eight of them were children. The shooting happened outside Kansas City's Union Station as the Chiefs celebrated their Super Bowl win. More than 800 police officers were on hand for the parade. There's no word on motive for the shooting or the charges laid against those arrested. There is growing international opposition to Israel's potential ground offensive into Rafah. In a joint statement, the Prime Ministers of Canada, Australia and New Zealand say they are gravely concerned about military action in the southern border town. That's because one and a half million people are crammed into makeshift shelters there, and many of them are children. The Israeli military says it plans to create a way to evacuate civilians and differentiate them from Hamas militants. The director general of the World Health Organization, though, says the situation in Rafah is beyond words. That place was initially, when people started to move there, was considered as a safe place. 
And there was even advice from the Israeli side and order for the population to move there. Now they have nowhere to go. The best solution for this is to find a political solution. I'm a strong believer that military intervention will not be a lasting solution. And early this morning, Gaza's health ministry says Israeli forces stormed the Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunus. The raid comes a day after the army ordered thousands more people to evacuate the hospital and head to Rafah. Now, talks over a ceasefire appear to have stalled. And Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu continues his vow that the offensive uh, will continue until Hamas is destroyed. We bring you back home because a Brantford woman who faked pregnancies and stillbirths has been sentenced to two years of house arrest, three years probation. Last December in court, Caitlin Braun had pleaded guilty to fraudulently contracting doulas, trained professionals who support pregnant clients. So the judge in the case accepted a joint sentencing from the defense and Crown because only in rare circumstances are they allowed to impose a different ruling. He added it found it a distasteful sentence for serious and troubling crimes. So what the judge found most troubling was Braun's allegations of sexual assault against one of the doulas, saying Braun went to police to be interviewed and to a hospital for an exam before recanting that. The doulas said they are still traumatized. I don't honestly know. Sorry, I just... I am disgusted with her lawyer and our Crown attorney. I honestly cannot believe the sentence they imposed. And that's all that can be done within our justice, our justice system. It just goes to show that our justice system is broken. So Brown faces other conditions that include staying away from her victims, a ban on devices connecting online, and a ban on social media. She will be eligible to find employment in her second year of house arrest. The Halton Police Board is calling on the province to build a new courthouse to replace the one in Milton. The police board says the health and safety of those who work and visit the Milton courthouse are at risk, and the administration of justice is being hindered. There are problems with mold, asbestos, structural issues, and a lack of space. It's led to judges refusing to preside over cases and rescheduling at a different facility. The board is suggesting a plot of land be behind Oakville Trafalgar Memorial Hospital for a new courthouse. We really want to be the squeaky wheel here and, and get the attention to say, you still got the land, it's still sitting there ready to go, you know, start building today because, you know, this is not going to get better, even with remediation, it's still going to be a problem. And we're still, even if they started digging tomorrow, we're still years away from new courthouse. So let's get going now. That's the head of Halton's police board. He's written to the Attorney General of Ontario asking for a solution. A plan to combine the Milton and Burlington courthouses was cancelled in 2020. Special day for Blue Jays fans as we get into sports line as pitchers and catchers have their first official workout in Dunedin with opening day in the near future. In Toronto, it was the return of Pascal Siakam to the Scotiabank floor and he received a proper welcome home. Yeah, Siakam, who was traded to Indiana last month, had a well-deserved ovation after playing first eight seasons of his career with the Dinos and helping them to a title in 2019. 
He wrote about not seeing his jersey in the stands for the first couple of years when he played there, but they were plenty around the bank last night after a slow first half. Number 43 scored 15 of his team high 23 points in the second to pace the uh, Pacers to a tight 127-125 win over the Raps. Solid effort by Scotty Barnes, who had a game-high 29 points after an off game on uh, Monday. But the Raps did lose a third straight game, and 8 of 11 since trading Spicy Peep. They don't play again till next Thursday because of the All-Star break. She's shooting for the left side of the net. That's a good idea. They just didn't hit the net. Short-handed Spooner in front, and she scores back-to-back -back goals by Natalie Spooner. There is nothing stopping this woman. Yeah, to the PWHL, and after a slow start, Toronto is heating up. Reeled off a four-straight dub. Thanks to the hottest player in the league right now, that would be Natalie Spooner. She recorded a hat-trick, now has 10 goals in the season. That leads the league. She has seven in her past three games, five through the final. So Friday, tomorrow night, is the battle on Bay Street against Montreal where the attendance record, close to 19,000, will be set. Here comes Ben Bujol, leaves there for Thomas. Thomas moves to the middle, in front for Jacki, scores! Talk about hot. How about Florian Jacki for the Brantford Bulldogs? He would score twice, now has 10 goals in the past 10 games as the Dogs would sneak out a 5-4 shootout win in Windsor. They go for a three, third straight uh, dub against uh, Owen Sound tomorrow at the Civic Center. Below the goal line, moved out to the blue line, Van Etten with it, Van Etten on a backhand, right in front they score, hat-trick for Gavin Bryant. <laughs> you know that wasn't the Ice Dogs call. <laughs> a little more excitable. Uh, it's the Erie Otters call because some great performances on the ice also in Erie. Ice Dogs captain Gavin Bryant would score his first career hat-trick as Niagara would uh, route the Otters in Erie 6-1 to snap a three-game slide. They come home for a couple games starting tomorrow, then hosting Brantford on Saturday. Ticats officially introduced a few of their new free agent signings yesterday, including Brandon Barlow, who we're going to chat with after 8 o'clock on Sportsline. But what about uh, Hamilton's favorite son, Simone Lawrence? 36-year-old is still a free agent. And it would seem the Cats' all-time leading tackler, not interested in wearing some new colors, but what's the possibility of keeping him in black and gold? That was asked to new GM Ed Hervey yesterday. Simone Lawrence is a very important person in this organization. Obviously, the conversations with him are continuous. And as you know, like, he's important to this place. And, you know, with, with respect to moving forward, obviously, there's going to always be an opportunity for Simone Lawrence to be in the, in the organization. So you're saying there's a chance. Mm. Number 21 has spent 10 of his 11 years in Steeltown. Signing receiver Tim White, also high on the list for the Cats, says Hervey says that is still in progress. All right, time check here on this 15th morning of February. Thursday uh, is uh, 6 11, and we're looking at traffic. First of all, traffic this morning, no problems at all. Roads are fairly good, um, no, no problems with precipitation yet. Uh, here's the 403 Watertown Road, still doing fine so far this morning. To our MTO traffic cameras, we'll start in St. Catharines, QEW Glendale, doing fine as usual this time of the morning. Same with Nikola Tesla Boulevard, east of Brand Street, so Toronto bound towards us here. Same with the Ford plant, and same with Cooksville Creek. Not a lot to see on the roads this morning. We are going to see some white stuff later on today, but not right now. Skies are partly cloudy. Temperature actually has just come up a degree. Um, we, were minus, we were minus eight. We're now minus seven. Uh, wind chill minus 10 at the moment. Thankfully, the winds are fairly light, but those winds are going to get strong later on today. So for school today, yeah, we are looking for some snow. That's going to be later on 
this morning into the afternoon. Five centimeters generally, but 10, a little bit more for the Toronto uh, Peel area, but a plus one high for the day today. So we're watching. This is our future view. You can see the area of snow right now uh, is the blue, and that's going to be pushing its way towards us there. You can see it crossing us later on today. Quick blast, but it could be heavy at times as the uh, next low pressure system crosses us, brings us that precipitation for the day, and then flurries are going to stick around overnight and during the day tomorrow. We'll miss that one, thankfully, as it goes up the east coast on Saturday. Temperatures today. Uh, plus one generally uh, around the horseshoe, a little bit chillier for Peel into Toronto, minus one there. But snow and blowing snow, that wind is going to be fairly strong this afternoon, but get even stronger overnight tonight. Five centimeters generally, 10 more, a bit more for Toronto, minus four to minus three. So not quite as chilly, but still some flurries overnight. And then tomorrow, temperatures uh, about plus one for Niagara, a bit of sunshine, but minus one and minus two for the rest of the horseshoe. We're looking at some flurries on and off throughout the day tomorrow. So out the door this morning, 15th of February, no snow yet, still off to the west. It'll, it's partly cloudy. It's cold, minus seven, windchill about minus 10 right now. Long range coming up, Annette. Okay, thank you. There is Emily Vukovic. Hello. Good morning. Coming up, Taylor Swift. She's involved in a big conspiracy theory. We will discuss those details. And Elton John, the sir, is opening up his home to auction buyers. We get to look at some of that cool stuff as well. Mm. I bet you there's some interesting oh. things in there. Remember yeah. when he had, I remember he had a weekly budget for flowers <laughs> wow. $10,000. And this was, this was like a decade ago, at least. $10,000 for flowers. I do love flowers. What does $10,000 get you? A lot. Oh, a lot of flowers. Like a full floor <laughs> shop. Yeah. Uh, we'll see it a little bit over the couch, yeah. Coming up after the break, so Canada's thermal coal exports are way up. Well, another energy industry grapples with where to put their waste. Business in two. Coming up on 616 on your Thursday, here's some numbers for you. Canadian dollar is up three basis points this morning, sitting at 73.87 cents US. Gold up 450, 2008.80. Crude oil up 54 cents, 75.82 a barrel. Off to Europe. Hey, Europe. Markets are down in London, but up in Frankfurt and Paris. In Asia, the markets were up in Tokyo and Shanghai and are still closed in Hong Kong. In North America, the uh, TSX gained 304 points, the Dow was up 152, and the Nasdaq gained 204, so kind of erasing some of those mm. big losses from the day before. All right, glad you're here. It is uh, February the 15th. Let's continue with some business news. In Canadian exports, uh, the type of coal that's used to make electricity hit an eight-year high in 2022. That's even though the Liberals have pledged to work on banning exports completely by the end of the decade. The Liberals made the promise during the 2021 election campaign. In the year that followed, Canada exported more than 8 million tons of domestically produced thermocoal, a 60% increase over 2021. NDP environmental critic Laurel Collins says those numbers are, quote, shocking. She introduced a private member's bill yesterday to ban thermal coal exports. First Nations leaders are calling on the federal government to oppose a nuclear waste disposal site near the Ottawa River that they say threatens drinking water and also threatens their rights. Thank you to the Kabawak First Nation and others who have brought before the court a judicial challenge 
to the decision of the Canadian Nuclear Safety Commission to rubber stamp, yet again, a request to put nuclear waste too close to a river. That's Elizabeth May, the Green Party leader of Canada. Last month, a federal regulator had approved a proposal from Canadian nuclear laboratories to build a near-surface disposal facility for nuclear waste that's very close to Chalk River, Ontario. Kabawik First Nations says the federal government breached its duty by not getting consent for the project. And the Assembly of First Nations warns that it could take the federal government to court over a proposed privacy and artificial intelligence bill. And a former tech executive is calling that bill anti-democratic. One of the founders of BlackBerry, Jim Balsillie, told uh, MPs studying the bill that he considers the legislation to be anti-democratic because the government didn't do any public consultations and it relied too heavily on feedback just from industry. Indigenous leaders say that First Nations weren't consulted at all. Well, the head of the group representing British Columbia cherry growers says this season it's going to be the most challenging in their lifetimes. After the BC Cherry Association president says temperatures dipped as low as minus 31 degrees Celsius on the night of January 12th, damaging a large percentage of developing cherry buds. Now, the president says the cold snap was especially destructive because temperatures were well below freezing the week before, so cherry trees had no time to develop the hardness and the buds were unable to cope with the sudden temperature drop. Canadian manufacturers of masks and all those other protective equipments claim the federal government misled them about buying and helping to sell their products during the pandemic. So the companies and their industry association are suing for more than $5 billion in damages. In a statement of claim, they allege the government, quote, made negligent misrepresentations, which prompted them to invest in innovation, manufacturing and production for PPE. They say this led to about $88 million in investment losses and $5.4 billion in lost market opportunities over a 10-year period. Ontario's finance minister has told the LCBO to cancel a pilot project that would have seen some stores scan ID cards before allowing customers inside. Peter Bethamfalvi says the controlled entrances would have confirmed customers were of legal drinking age, had valid ID, Otherwise, they would be denied entry. Six stores in Thunder Bay, Sioux Lookout, and Kenora, they were part of the year-long pilot. LCBO said earlier this week they were launching the program to combat theft. Bethan Falvey says he's since heard serious concerns about the pilot, and the LCBO will instead work with community safety partners to try to address the thefts. Okay, taking a break right now. Brian is back with your traffic and your seven-day forecast. More importantly, this morning's forecast, there's snow on the way. What? What is this snow you talk of? All right, coming up on 624, last slurp of coffee or tea, and let's get you off into the day here. Uh, QEW Martindale through St. Catharines is pretty light volume. Skyway Bridge is getting a little bit busier from the last time we checked it, but still doing okay. East of 4th looks good, Air Mills Parkway, all the way through even the 403 coming up from the Ford plant at Dundas. No problems at all at all. All right, to our temperature this morning, we're sitting the Hamilton, the cold spot, minus 7, wind chill minus 10, uh, minus 4 for Mississauga, minus 3 Toronto and Grimsby. Let's talk about seasonals for this time of year. Minus 9 is a seasonal overnight low, so we're 
you know, on the cold side for Hamilton. Minus one the daytime high. It's about where we got yesterday. Uh, those are our sun times and our records for today, the 15th of February. For school today, we should be minus five for the first spell. A little bit of sun, but not much. And then the snow settles in. It'll settle in later on this morning and stick around for the afternoon and a zero degree high. Now you'll notice my glaring omission here. Um, I put in the uh, the snowblower for the snow today. I, the I know I, I, I didn't put the flag in. <laughs> It's flag day today, yes. <laughs> but anyhow, I thought the snow was a little more interesting to talk about. Uh, so five centimeters, Hamilton, Niagara, 10 for Toronto and Peel. Uh, so it could be heavy at times. That wind's going to pick up a plus one high. Minus four tonight. The winds could gust to 70 kilometers an hour overnight, and it's going to be a, a cold one. Uh, wind chills of minus 12. Tomorrow, minus one, some flurries. A sunny but cold day Saturday, minus four. Temperature comes up a bit with flurries on Sunday. Not bad for Monday. Family day plus two and some sunshine. That's your forecast. Annette, Tim. All you flag fanatics can send emails to yes. brian.wood at cach.com. <laughs> throw your anger at that. Okay. Uh, there's been an exciting discovery in uh, Lake Superior. Mm -hmm. Crews have found the wreck of the SS Arlington. The bulk carrier sank in 1940. What's left of it was found by the Great Lake Shipwreck Historical Society and shipwreck researcher Dan Fountain last year. So it's in more than 180 meters of water in Lake Superior. A remotely uh, operated vehicle was able to see the lettering across the stern that identified the ship as the Arlington. It went down during a storm. All of the 16 crew members on board were rescued by another freighter, but it is believed that the Arlington's captain chose to go down with the ship. Is that, is that wood? Is that wood that's on there? Looks it like kind of looks like it. Logs, yeah. Logs. Okay, I was. I had, I wow. had to take a couple of looks at it and see what it was. Yeah, so logs. Okay. Pretty amazing. Yeah, I love these shipwreck stories. Good stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, some snow coming, as Brian was saying. So he'll break that all down for you and kind of try and remember how to drive in this snow stuff. I, I was just thinking <laughs> that yesterday. I'm like, okay, where's the scraper and the brush? <laughs> get and, it, yeah. Get it, get it all together because normally if it's the middle of February, we're just like. Look, Five to ten centimeters? We know how to do this. <laughs> no big deal. It's nothing. I haven't really uh, seen it a little mm -hmm. bit. So, okay, we'll, uh, we'll come back in, uh, in a couple minutes. So grab whatever you need to grab and uh, meet back here, say, 630? Let's do that. Okay.